The Security Box, Podcast 74, Log4J. The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. Welcome to the Security Box, Podcast 74. On this podcast, something breaking this week called Log4J. We'll break down three different articles that talk about this. Instead of me doing news notes, we'll ask listeners if they have any thoughts on what they have read. There may be questions, comments, and other topics not mentioned here for you to enjoy, too. Log4j is still relatively new, and Clubhouse will have rooms that might be of interest to you about the topic. And, of course, the replay is available through my network club as well. The podcasted edition of the program is starting now. This program was aired on 98.6 The Mix's independent channel on Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. Thank you so much for listening. And make it a great day. Let's see where my customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Welcome to Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as 
audio book files, files from, from the library, the library. The maybe some backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives. So I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir, I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jared Ninety-eight point six, the Mix's independent channel. I'm Jared Reimer. Clubhouse is up and running. And uh, I'm inviting people up who've raised their hands. And. Uh, Once they are confirmed to be up, we'll bring them up and available on air. I'm going to pin one of the three articles today, and this is going to be the main topic. And uh, I don't have news notes today. I've decided that this could probably be a big topic. I wrote it up yesterday and I initially wanted to talk about an article that uh, Trend Micro wrote in regards to predictions. Um, it was entitled Pushing Forward Key takeaways from Trend Micro security predictions for 2022. But we have a huge ordeal going on, and it was mentioned in Monday's room. And in fact, uh, this was mentioned in the 
list of rooms for later on this afternoon. There's one talking about this very thing coming up at 3 o'clock Pacific time. And I do hear um, some audio. And I see two speakers. And I still see one user. So let's bring on Clubhouse. And uh, once we bring Clubhouse on, uh, they will be on air. So give me a second here. And uh, we'll be right with you. All right, Clubhouse is now on the air. I see one in the audience. That's fine. If you want to raise your hand, uh, do so. And I'll check throughout the uh, program as we move forward. But who's on stage with me? Hello, Jared. This is yours truly, Preston here. How are you all doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um... I will make you a moderator so that you can assist me while I read. Yep. Is that okay? Sure. All right. I've been blowing up the list. I blew it up yesterday, uh, or was it two days ago? Um, after, or no, it was yesterday after learning about this particular breach and I saw that you were actually in JJ's room with me on Monday. How did how did you enjoy that? Oh, she's good. Um I'm Talk going to me to... about it. <laughs> yes, it was very good. Uh I learned all about the breaches and you know what's to come and uh she she's pretty she's pretty she's pretty good. I'm in the process of following her club. I was using the clips feature at Clubhouse. I didn't get a chance to join the club yet, but but there yeah. are two I, clubs, and you can get to both of them through me because I'm okay. I'm I'm um, subscribed to both. All right, I will check that out then. Um, there is going to be a room. I believe it'll be Friday evening for you. I I would I, I I want people to understand that this is this is all used for teaching. And so um please find JJ. Her name is JJ um in my list and subscribe to her clubs because she can offer a lot of insight on a lot of what we're talking about. We didn't get to Log4J just because it was brought up in that room on Monday. But they did have a very interesting topic and maybe we can get into it here. Whose responsibility is it for your cybersecurity? So that's another reason why I didn't want to do news notes on my own. We'll sort of see how the show goes on. I wrote this up, and I believe it's like four or five pages of Braille for Log4J, but hey, um, if there's questions or what have you, um, 
we can do that. So, um, that is um, where we are. So, you're always welcome to follow my club, too. Um, it's above our heads. Uh, it's called the Jared Reimer Network Club. And uh, you never know what room I'm going to hold. This is really the main room. But I do hold rooms for my independent shows. And um, those may not necessarily be replayed, but... I haven't ran them lately, but I will be running one for the 200th episode. So, uh, I hope everyone will learn and enjoy. And if you raise your hand on Clubhouse, um, Preston will be assisting me with bringing you on stage. Did you get a chance to read any of the Log4j articles, Preston? I know that I sent them yesterday. Yes, uh... I dived into a couple of them, and there were three. And I think Michael sent one more because um, yes. I was on Livewire when I told him to send it. Um, it was another one of those, and this is a big, a big topic. Yeah, it's pretty huge. From when I went, from when I was catching up yesterday and last night of the email, it was. I've got to pretty, me. pretty huge. So. Terry's coming up, so um, uh, I actually was going to call Terry and say, I wonder if I should do some reorganization, uh, because I really think that this ought to be covered on his program on Saturday, but it's very, very detailed, and I don't know how I can shorten it into you know, a 10 or 15 minute file, so... We're going oh, to have like to said, figure this out. Full hour, uh, we have a full hour. We have a full hour. We can dedicate the full hour. But, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that live okay. or whatever. Either, yeah, we're, we're gonna have, I'm going to have to think about this because oh. while I wanted to do what was going to be next in our folders, I think this is more important. Um, okay. And you're yeah. welcome to give us your input. I call this uh, segments... Um. Wait, what happened to my display here? It's acting up. Hold on a second. I uh, hear. Oh, it's called Log4j is a threat. Tell mm. server people to patch as soon as possible. Is what I titled mm. this. I wrote this up yesterday, by the way. So mm-hmm. when I got back from where I needed to go, I decided to that this was going to be the topic and remember I was going to do the trend micro threat forward threat forward thinking article but when Monday came around and I hadn't started on that and I heard about this I'm like oh crap um this can't be good no so I mean if you want to do a live segment uh Saturday we could do that um, did you ever check out any of the articles while I'm looking at one of our lists? Uh, well, I haven't even looked at anything yet because I saw your post here and it said 
the title of it and I went on, oh my gosh, okay, I better come in here and kind of learn a little bit before work here so I kind of understand yeah, what's and going then, on. And then we can get on the phone and you can tell me if we should do how we should do this because I do want the one file that I have for you played too, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, so- it's going to be... I'll have to call you probably either tomorrow or something, and we'll have to figure that out. Or yeah, tomorrow yeah. is tomorrow is fine. Um, I should be. I do have work. I'll probably be leaving here in maybe a half hour. Okay. Well, stay as long as you want, and um, listen. And if you have a comment, you're welcome to do so. And of course, the room's on replay, and when it is available, since you're a speaker. Just to let everybody know how this works, when you become a speaker, you will also be notified that the room is available, and then you can share it out too. You can pop it open and and share a link and 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 share it across your network. So that's how Clubhouse will work oh, with wow. it. They updated a lot of like, Clubhouse. That's good. So um, that's good. Yeah. Now that you're a speaker, and Preston, it works the same way for you too. If you right. When you get the notification, you can pop it open and, and sort of take a listen to make sure that everything works. And then you can share it out through your <coughs> networks, Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, whatever networks you want. And, yeah, that's um, what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing with the clips because I give people like a small preview first. And then when I see a replay, then I just, you know, share all the way. So. So let's take a trip back then, and let let's take as much of um, Terry's time as we as we have with him, and let's sort yep. of get into this. And uh, again, if those who are in the audience want to raise their hand, I do have at least one moderator um, that can look for that. And if I see it, I'll bring you up. So last December. Can anybody before I actually read this? Can anybody tell me what the big, the big breach that we had last December? Wasn't that the Target scam, Jared? No, Terry. Uh, the Target breach was two thousand and fourteen. They continue with scams, but um, this was a this was a breach of of of. A large number of government networks um, made by a specific piece of, uh, that was done through a specific piece of software. Oof. Preston, I think you know the answer to this. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. That would be the. Uh, It starts with an S. Oh. Stop. Part of it deals with, you know, with, with, uh, a type of eclipse. Oh, solar. Uh Uh-huh. Now, what was, what, what can the weather be like? When it's not necessarily breezy, but it is 
Oops. Solar wind. Awesome. You got it. Solar winds. Solar winds was the big time breach of last year where their software was used through the automatic update system and several companies were pushed this update and then the actors were able to infiltrate the networks. I don't remember if any particular data was taken but it was a big huge deal and and so we dealt with that last week. So I wrote last December we had solar winds. Now we have something that is being urged to patch for servers called Log4J. And this is log, the number four, and the letter J. And all of the articles are from either this past Friday or the 13th of this month. And I found out later that all of them were on Monday the 13th. So I didn't bother to edit that in the file. I figured that I would make it clear that this is all uh, Monday. Hmm. Right. Because I remember I, I was going through the patch article a bit yesterday, too, when I was catching up on emails. Yeah, I mean, this is, <clears throat> this is huge. Um... So all of them will be linked within the show notes. And the show notes will be posted when I get the podcasted edition of this program up. I have in Clubhouse one of the three articles. Um, so that you can read it. But there are two others. And for, your, for your convenience, they're titled... CISA, that's C-I-S-A, that's the, the cyber security you know, incident, um, or the Cyber Incident Security Administration. Uh, so CISA warns most servers log4j vulnerability likely to affect hundreds of millions of devices from CyberScoop. The second is CISA to brief critical infrastructure companies about urgent new log4j vulnerability that also come from CyberScoop and the final one says patch now Apache log4j vulnerability called log4shell actively exploited and so you can call it one of two one of two names, log4j or log4shell. And for those who don't really have a whole lot of time, the long or the short of this is that an actor, all an actor has to do is put something malicious into an already existing log and the server will run it. That's the way I understand this. And so all of us running Apache are vulnerable. I mean, this is, this is, <laughs> you talk about supply chain attack, right? Yeah, that's, um, 
Not a good way to start your day. That's for sure, Jared. So, like, this broke Monday. And so I went looking for articles Tuesday, and I thought, you know what? This has got to be the big news. And after this room is over with, join me over in... I forget which room it is now, but there is actually going to be a room at 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 Pacific Time. It's in the event calendar uh, talking about Log4j and whether people who are individuals are affected. I'm interested to see if we actually, we as individuals are. I know that, you know, if you run a server, you're definitely at risk if you haven't patched it. Um, and it's just a matter of time, as Preston knows. Yes. As I write in here, all of these articles have valuable information within them. In the article, CISA warns most servers log4j vulnerability likely to affect hundreds of millions of devices. That was published Monday. The first paragraph indicates that this is the worst that Jen Easterly has ever seen. In fact, Jen Easterly, the new CISA um, head, um, said this in, in multiple articles. I think in all of the articles, it was mentioned, those particular comments. And she's been in this industry probably longer than me, but um, maybe just as long. And the paragraph is, uh, is saying, it says, quote, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, so that's what CISA stands for, um, Director Jen Easterly told industry leaders <coughs> in a phone briefing Monday that a vulnerability in a widely used logging library, it, quote, is one of the most serious I've seen in my entire career, if not the most serious. End all quotes. The article talks about how it is an unauthenticated remote execution vulnerability that could allow an intruder to take over an affected device. Sound familiar? Anybody? It probably doesn't sound familiar to Terry, but this is this is this seems to be more common than I would like to count. Um, it is, it is going to be one of these that's probably going to overtake solar winds, I think. Another paragraph says, quote, hundreds of millions of devices are likely to be affected, said Jay Gasly of 
CISA's Vulnerability Management Office in the call with critical infrastructure owners and operators. In the second article, CISA to brief critical infrastructure companies about urgent new Log4j vulnerability, which was also published on the 13th. It says that they sent out an alert the prior Friday. <clears throat> so I do end up notating that all of the articles are on Monday. I just didn't fix my notations to correct that, and I meant to, and just saved it this morning and forgot all about it. That particular paragraph says, CISA sent out an alert Friday that the agency had added the flaw to its list of exploited vulnerabilities and urged federal and civilian organizations to patch and take steps to migrate or to mitigate, excuse me, harm immediately. Log4j is a widely used open source logging utility used in numerous cloud and enterprise apps including Minecraft, Apple iCloud, Cloudflare, and Twitter to track software activity. Ooh, we've got a tornado watch for Des Moines. If, if anybody's hearing this, I'm already I'm already feeling sorry for all of you Kentuckians who basically yes. got kicked. Um, we're now getting alerted to a, a tornado warning in Des Moines. I have somebody there, so I'll try and reach out there and make sure that they're okay. They just came um, across my YouTube too, Jared. Apparently, uh, people in southern Minnesota are being affected by this too. So, yeah, well, those states are going to be affected by this. Oh yeah. Um, so, but can can you um, can, did, did you hear that, Preston? Like Minecraft, Apple iCloud, Cloudflare, and Twitter use yeah. this. Wow! Why do you think I took the time to notate all of this? Millions, and we have a discussion customers. on it. Say it's that again, Terry. Sorry, it's probably hundreds of millions of customers being affected by it. That is just massive. Yeah, that's what massive. it says. That's what the article. That's what the article is saying. Hundreds of millions. All of us on iOS. Yes, that is just. Oh my god, that is that is epic, sick. Yeah, it's massive. It's the, massive. The, why do you think I changed my mind and didn't do year-end predictions? Because Smart. you wanted I think to wait the year to see. predictions will be, you know, next week, right? Yes, year end predictions yeah. will be, unless something breaks. I mean, unless I'll write be... it up, but well, if yeah, something breaks, break. um, I'm we'll... more than willing to, you know, do some adjustments. Yeah. But that's the goal. The ubiquity of the tool makes the extent of the 
zero days potential damage likely wide reaching end quote mm. there are several paragraphs that are important from this article that should be put out here and I and I'm I actually quoted it in a different way <clears throat> so that I know that it's quoted material and I'll read them and we can talk about it just stop me if you feel you want to say something um CISA is working closely with our public and private sector partners to uh, proactively address a critical vulnerability affecting products continuing or containing the Log4j software library. <coughs> CISA director Jen Easterly said in a statement. This vulnerability, which is being widely exploited by a growing set of threat actors, presents an urgent challenge to network defenders given its broad use. Cybersecurity researchers noted over the weekend that cybercriminals were racing to take advantage of the newly announced vulnerability. And by the way, the Trend Micro article does indicate, and I'll get to that later, that they are taking advantage of an old friend of ours we've talked about on this show. Or even on my podcast. And our old friend being a, 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 a another vulnerability, by the way. Oh, Not a person. We are proactively reaching out to entities whose networks may be vulnerable and are leveraging our scanning and intrusion detection tools to help government and industry partners identify exposure to or exploitation of the vulnerability Easterly said so those those were paragraphs specifically from um, Jennifer herself <clears throat> the article also links to Eternal Blue which was talked about in 2017 which made big news as anyone want to guess what that turned into? Uh, well it sounds like more chaos it was chaos but there but the, the there was a specific um exploit name that we recently talked about and we even mentioned it uh, recently <clears throat> Jamie mentioned it on his program as part of the um, research he was doing into various Trojans, worms and vulnerabilities yeah that was the fishing no. I remember. 
you don't wanna cry. So the the, the so the article also talks about Eternal Blue, which was talked about in 2017, which made big news as WannaCry took advantage of this vulnerability. And remember, WannaCry basically wiped your machine and made it and made you want to cry. To cry. Which, which is nothing. why it was named WannaCry. They also linked to the 2014 Shellshock exploit, which the JRN has no knowledge of. I don't remember what the what that is. It's linked in that particular article. It is... Um, I mean, this is all bad. I mean, it's taking advantage of all kinds of crap oh, that yeah. we've talked about through the years. I never looked at that shell shock. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to go back in and see what shell shock was. I, I think Steve might have talked about it at the time, and I sort of wowed over it. Maybe we talked about it then, but I don't honestly remember what that is. And the JRN is me and my um, company name, so... Researchers at Gray Noise and Microsoft notice potential for more targeted attacks and attacks using the too familiar attack vector Cobalt Strike, which can be used to compromise vulnerable systems. So our good friend Cobalt Strike we've talked about is also part of this. Now you understand, Terry, why I <laughs> uh, don't know how to cover this for your program. This is traffic. Yes. Yeah, this is probably the worst I've ever seen. Just writing it up, I'm going. How do I cover this on a different program where they need to know this because? You know, everybody I know who uses iOS needs to... And I'm actually going to blog these articles before I get the podcast out. So, you know, I'm going to make sure that this gets pushed out today. And then the podcast notice gets pushed out sometime over the weekend. Even though I may put it up on the podcast feed itself. You know, probably in in the next day or so. But, you know, I'm going to delay the release notes until uh, we get this blogged because this is huge. Oh, yeah. Scary at that. And again, they're going to talk about Log4j at 3 o'clock. It's in the calendar. Tap on the calendar icon and look for it. I forget the title of it, but it'll say Log4j in the room title. And subscribe. I'm going to try and make it. Yep, me too. According to the Trend Micro article, Patch Now, Apache Log4j vulnerability called Log4Shell actively exploited 
It says that this is a logging package for Java. The JRN has no Java running on any of our websites, although we have JavaScript running. And while the two languages have the same Java name, there is a complete difference between Java and JavaScript. One is a scripting language that you can use to do various things, and it can also be used for exploitation if you know how. And Java is a programming language that will allow you to do quite a bit. <clears throat> and you can actually write programs using Java. Um, it later then became accessible, but Java was first inaccessible to those using access technology. But And I don't know if it's used today. Trend Micro article says that an attacker only has to send a crafted log message to the system and links to a CVE number, CVE 2021-44228 from MITRE. Log4J is also known as Log4Shell. Trend Micro indicates that this vulnerability was reported November 24th, 2021 and was patched on December 9th with package version 2.15.0. Trend Micro links to a tester they have developed which is web-based and after some lines of code as an example they write for example an attacker can do this via HTTP requests to a web server notably this is the most common attack vector that we have seen currently the lookup method will then download and execute malicious.class placed in an attacker-controlled LDAP server. I'm not too familiar with LDAP, but as I said, this is, this is bad. In its most basic form, all the attacker has to do is to plant the following expression in the logs and I've removed the expression because I don't want to I don't want to tell people you know what they have to do to do this because it it's pretty bad I mean just understanding this is is mind-boggling and after the example that we are not copying from the article they write, quote, this will then run the malicious Java code located at the at HTTP colon slash slash left bracket malicious website right bracket slash left bracket malicious dot class, end quote. So that line I omitted basically tells the server to run it. 
they have other lines of code in there too. I didn't copy those. You know, they, they're probably examples and proof of concept, but you know. Yeah. They continue. Does anybody have any comments before I, I continue reading? I mean, this is bad. I don't, I mean, this is. Gary Times. Yeah. Especially since we're getting close to the Christmas season and the end of the year, man, I'm scared. <laughs> and Solar Winds was is nothing compared to what I'm reading here. I mean, this is why I switched it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm doing this instead. They continue. Currently, we have observed threat actors... Uh, we have observed threat actors are dropping Mirai, our good friend Mirai. Remember them? Mirai in the in their variants, so they're dropping Mirai variants and something I've never heard of called Kidsings, coin miners, onto oh. vulnerable servers. So basically what they're doing, folks, is they are turning these servers into mining pools. Oh, wow. Damn. Mirai did that, I believe, if I remember right. You can search on Mirai. M-I-R-A-I is how it's spelled. Okay. Got got it. Mirai. While some of the network traffic is simple, they write, other threat actors are using obfuscation in the expression to hide their traffic. And examples of these can be found at the end of this entry, they write. That's the end of that quote. And when I did read the article... They went ahead and said it would be at the end, but maybe it's on the article version on the web where they have images of this. So those of us who are blind won't be able to take advantage of it. But And that's the article that I've linked for people to click on because they have a lot of detail that the others don't have. And while the code is our samples... You know, I'm not telling you to go ahead and use it. I want people to learn what it's doing. And while I write, while I can't see the sample of an infection chain, the article may have an image of this at the end. We feel that this is important for people to know about and urge appropriate server operators to patch this quickly, as quickly as possible. So those are the end of my notes. Th this is a big topic. I didn't feel that, you know, writing two topics would be appropriate. This is this is huge. 
after something like this, no way you gotta have this because it's it just man. I can only imagine a company that happening to a company, you know, just. And look, it almost took us an hour to get through it, even with comments and things. So this is why oh, yeah. I just chose. You yeah, know what? Makes sense. Let's get it going. Let's take forty-five minutes to an hour, as long as we need to, because this is be- this is huge. Yeah, it's definitely huge. Anyway, I'm gonna get going here, guys, because uh, I'm in my place of uh, appointment, so I will. Well, thanks for coming on, and you'll catch the replay, and you'll be notified of it, and you, you can catch up on what you missed. And thanks so much yes. for coming on board. Indeed. Thank you, Terry. We'll catch you Saturday, or in the text group, one or the other. Um, Go ahead, Preston. Get yeah, on. Jared, I tell you, this is what... I know you didn't have to write anything, but they covered it very well in the articles, and uh, I just think you know it's time for us to keep on being aware, because we we could definitely might be a targeted, and that's the problem is yes. that we could be targeted, and I it doesn't say how this is done. I mean, it does say that, you know, they would modify the log, but since we're on iOS, could we, you know, in theory, get some form of malicious text message that we don't have to interact with? I got another, you know, some of those telling me my bill's paid or, you know, I actually got two text messages from different places still telling me that I have undelivered packages and one said a dollar fifteen and the other said a dollar fifty. I'm like, you guys have got to be kidding me. I'm done clicking. I am done I am done clicking. Oh yeah. I totally believe it. I just ignore it. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> How would I cover this for Saturday? Because hmm. well, while I have something scheduled for Saturday, I'm going to change it. And uh, yeah. How, how do you, I mean? How would I cover this for the? I mean, I covered this for the average user, but it took forty-five minutes to read the entire notation set. Right. I don't um, want to take forty-five minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe it's not my the, show. That's why. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can get a hold of. Jamie and C, maybe we could do like, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes? Uh, I mean, we've got an entire hour, but I... Yeah. I mean, I suppose I can... We'll have to figure it out. Maybe... Maybe I could just read it you know, non-stop into a file and see how long that takes. And maybe just do it that way. 
Uh, I'll figure out something. But this is this is uh, I've never seen. I mean, we thought last year that solar winds was bad. Oh yeah, it was. But I think this tops the cake. I don't even want to have holidays anymore. I mean, every time I think about every time the holiday season comes around. At least the last two years, we have had some big-time problems. Yeah, then again, that target breach seven years ago was scary enough. Well, that target breach, for those who don't know, used the point-of-sale terminals that had malware on it that basically read your card data... So you were actually charged, but the malware um, took the card data, and um, it took seventy million credit cards. So that that's how that worked. And the actors didn't get in through Target; they got in through a an HVAC company to top that all off. That still bothers me. I'm like, wow, why would the HVAC company having access to Target's network? Oh yeah, that that is that is that's even more scarier. I just couldn't understand. I mean, now I'm wondering if if we need to just shut our phones off when we're not using them, although we would be missing calls and notifications and things that are of importance, but I'm wondering if it's just time to shut the phone off until we want it and then pick up any alerts and calls and things. I I don't know. This is bad. Yeah. It is. I mean... I would have to. I, I, I would uh, hate to make a decision like that because the only way people can get in my complex if they know me is is to uh, die on me at, downstairs at the at the uh, intercom facility we have here. Yeah. And so. It is. And that's saying that we've got problems. Yeah. Yeah. That we do, and... It's... It's it's scary and wild all at the same time. And if anybody on Clubhouse would like to speak, they can raise their hand. I'm looking at at uh, potentially uh, potential raised hands. I don't see any, so you're welcome to yep. listen as well. Um, oh, we don't have anybody else. I just I, I saw somebody there for a while, but uh, they decided they didn't want to speak. That's fine too. Well, Preston, I went ahead and switched files for anchor purposes, but uh, while we're here, since I didn't do a full news no segment, segment, 
Why don't you tell me what interested you? Well, the few articles that I've seen that Mike sent over, the CISA article and the iCloud article, that, that sparked my interest. And yes, I was scared reading them. But talk about them because the, I don't know if I've had a chance to read to read them. Uh, I'm still reading them fertilely, but they they were talking about how oh we're still we're we're still contacting and verifying everyone to make sure that they get everyone's all stuff stuff up to date. Because if not, things are going to get scary and more ugly than what they already are. I'm just kind of doing some summarizing. Right. But I Let's think see if what's I could covered. Find that article. Um, come here. What's covered was pretty extensive. And I think. He's saying that we got a payroll service reports ransomware. Oh, 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 boy! I did not see that. That's the one he sent over. Hackers launch over eight hundred forty thousand attacks through Log4j attack. I mean, we've got more articles. I told him to send that one. I think he read me. He was reading that one. And so I will include that. I will include these as part of the... The follow-up? Yeah, I mean, this is bad. Uh, um, logging... Uh, what is this? Logging system security flaw compromises iCloud Steam accounts. Yeah, I, I saw that. There's plenty I haven't read yet. So... Oh! He sent one. Let's see. What time was... What day was this sent? What time was this? 12.10. So that was Friday. Uh, the article's titled... The Internet's Biggest Players Are All Affected by Critical Log4 Shell Zero Day. Oh. Oh, so boy. So that was yeah. sent... On the tenth, right? Yeah, I, I did. I, I would. I did. I was skimming part of that. How about this Canada article that I sent from Krebs, where they charge the most prolific, prolific article, uh, a prolific spammer? Excuse me. I sent that one last. Oh week. yeah. Oh yeah, that that was that was nuts. In Canada, of all places, I couldn't believe what I saw. 
And by the way, TrickBot seems to be back. We have an article that I sent over. Emotic's comeback is getting a boost from fellow botnet TrickBot. And we know mm. TrickBot and Emotic have been gone for a while. Yeah. I never even... I've never even played with seen that, but... And, of course, Michael sent over Solar Wind hackers have a whole bag of new trick with mass compromise attack. Attacks. I haven't read that yet. There's a lot I haven't had a chance to read. Right, yeah. So, it is it is It is. I mean, there there are some of the articles, and you can subscribe to the security box. Uh, in our email list, where you can get these articles. And like I said, I wanted to do news notes, but I wanted to see what people had in mind because. Uh, you know, I'm not worried about the show lasting an hour or two or three. You know, I wanted to really spend time on this Log4j, and I know that there's other articles. I think when I write this up, I'm just going to link to them, and I'll and I'll read the other from Michael. But I'll I'll put all of these articles in one blog post, um, and maybe I'll add them to the initial show notes um, because I I actually did see that on Friday or Saturday, but it didn't catch my attention until I heard about it in a clubhouse room and that's that's unacceptable I need to be more more proactive when I see articles um, and I like what's that I gotta start reading it I can't I can't you know I could have had this written up you know Friday Saturday so what else Preston we've got so much we could probably cover and walk through that I I mean that's why I wanted to make log4j the main topic I don't care if the podcast and, and the program itself is an hour, as long as we cover it, you know, our main topic thoroughly. And I, th- I think we have. This is. This is something else. You've got the security box, 98.6 The Mix, KKMX International, and uh, I'm glad that people have found this uh, this uh, big topic of importance. Uh, to me, the length of, of the show doesn't matter. You know, if we have one large topic and we cover nothing else, I'm good with that. 
I just want to make sure that we are covering as much as we can. And I know that this was talked about. Let's go ahead and tell you what the event title is for later on this afternoon. Um... Let me see. It's called... There's a personal computer sign and says Log4J is my business and social media hackable mobile phone. Watch. Uh, with watch and personal computer. So there's a couple of icons. That's going to be this afternoon at 3. The club in question is the Security Mindset Club. And... uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to um, put the club in the um, pinned links. And uh, this way, you can go ahead and get yourself onto the room, onto the club, and subscribe yourself. This is probably going to be a big topic for a while so I want to make sure that we understand as much as we can and while I did do a lot of logging and I missed reading one article that I just spotted that mentioned it I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that that this gets covered Uh, I'll be listening to podcasts and seeing if if others have covered it I I bet you the CyberWire covered this Uh, the folks in in Maryland um, this is uh, really something that uh, is worth talking about so Uh, Let's see if I have any back-channel messages from anybody. Uh, 
I don't. Preston, are you there? Or am I talking to myself? Because we've got time. We can go into the security topic if you'd like. Because I don't hear you. If you hear me and... and uh, I'm not hearing you. Te text me, Preston, and then I'll know to go out and come back in because I'm not hearing anything. <clears throat> I don't know if you're on mute or if Clubhouse just or if Club Deck just went ape. Um. In the meantime, for those who are listening via the podcast, um, I will play some tunes. Preston, uh, are you there? You're not on the air at the moment, but I'm not hearing anything. And the thing with Clubhouse and Club Deck is that I can't tell. Oh, he's muted. All right, Preston is muted. I see that. All right. Something definitely came up and he was un and he is unable to say anything at the moment. So if he is, he can pop on my ears and then I'll bring Clubhouse back on. But I think what I want to do is I want to talk about since I have a little bit of time this idea of security and whose responsibility it's for. Now, this room was a very interesting room. And uh, it had very interesting opinions now I was talking about Scott Schober's Cybersecurity is Everybody's Business book and I sent JJ the link and I also sent a link to Scott Schober's profile on um, Amazon And uh, I found the commentary quite interesting, honestly, because 
Some people are saying, well, it's the company's responsibility for making sure we're secure. And yes, in theory, the company should make the software as secure as possible. And they said that according you know to to you know people higher up they want the software done in a certain amount of time and the programmers say okay and they push the software out now i'm not necessarily talking about cracked software or other software that could be questionable. I'm talking about your everyday software here. Now, I'm pretty understanding of what I'm looking for. And as I've talked about in the past, we've had made mistakes. We all do. I went for AVG and thought I found it and found that I got burned. You know, we talk about scammers and I've linked to articles through the years where Krebs on Security has talked about somebody in this industry that has fallen for a, for a scam. Even though we know better. But I honestly think, in my opinion, that we all have some sort of responsibility. Whether we know it or not, the manufacturers of our devices make sure that we get a clean device. But there were three phones I wrote about that were sold by Walmart and Amazon that did not care about our security but the entity that wrote up the article which I'm going to go get uh, they refused to link to the Amazon and Walmart pages security audit raises Severe warnings on Chinese smartphones. 
And we can talk about it because it is something that we must be aware about, right? The article talks about these three phones and their Android that make it known that they will redirect you to other places when you are searching for something legitimate. You could search for Dice World on the App Store. On the Android App Store. And they could redirect your search to a completely different App Store and offer you something completely different. So whose responsibility is that when you were the one that bought the phone. Now, to be fair, if people have bought that phone, they were under the impression that they would be getting a good phone. They didn't mention how much the price is. But let's say it's a couple of hundred dollars. You know, two to four hundred dollars. That's how much Android goes for. But yet, you know by having the phone a while and getting things installed that something doesn't look right. You remembered that your Dice World wasn't looking like it probably would if you got it somewhere else. I don't know if it is anywhere else and it's not my responsibility to tell you where to go look for your own apps. I know that people use whatever they want. And the long or the short of the problem is, is if you bought these three phones and you noticed something was going on, is it your responsibility to try and contact them and say, hey, wait a minute. I bought this phone, I like it, but I've got apps that I don't recognize here. And yet you were the ones that installed it, installed the apps to begin with. The manufacturers didn't put it there. They may have made the mistake on putting the phones to act the way, the way that they have acted, right? But it is your responsibility to make sure you're getting what you're asking for 
How could it be the manufacturer or the carrier? And I say, by using this article as an example in this talk, we need to make sure that we are understanding what we're getting. I know a lot of people don't read app descriptions and I'm not signaling any particular person out when I mention it. But this is a problem, right? This is something that we need to be aware of. And if you don't know and it's your first time, then you can be forgiven because you don't understand what you're actually looking for. And maybe the descriptions of the app that you're looking for are similar to the ones that you have heard about. But not only do these phones do that with your app searches, but it also does it for your search engine searches, such as Google or Bing or whatever search engine you decide to use. We need to pass that responsibility to the, per the people that developed the phone and put the software on it that decided to change it. Why do we have to uh, lay blame on one person or another? Well, I didn't know the phone was going to do this. So, I'm going to blame the manufacturer. Well, fine. But did you do your due diligence? We talked about due diligence in other podcasts. Did you think about it? Or did you just click because you saw exactly what you were looking for? Like I did when I found AVG. Oh, this says AVG. I should have really looked at the URL. And then instead of just downloading the thing, I would have I should have just contacted some of my people in my niche in the blind community and say, "Hey, I know some of you are using AVG. What's the website?" But no. I clicked and I got bit. It happens. And that's what actors are looking at. Whether it's the phone article I have linked in the room. And you can find it on the blog at jaredtech.help. 
or anything else you might search for. It's just uh, food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and trash you for doing a search and, and making a mistake. We all have done it. Even us security people, people in the industry who have more knowledge than I do have made this mistake. But I honestly think it's a shared responsibility. The manufacturers should be giving you clean phones. If it's an Android phone, it should go to Google Play. If it's an iOS phone, it should go to the iOS app store and, and music store and, and so forth. But boy, it is something we have to think about. And that room is in the Tech Talks room that JJ r runs. And you can find that through my profile as well. And uh, you know what? I'll be able to do it this way. here no I didn't want that one Here we go. This is what I want. Tech Talks. That's what I want. So... I will link to it in the clubhouse room so that people see where this stuff is coming from.
And uh, for those who are listening in the podcast, these are clubhouse rooms. You can ask me for an invite and I'll send you one or you can go to clubhouse.com, download the app for your operating system, Android or iOS. You must sign into it for the first time before you can go get Club Deck. And uh, make yourself uh, at home with some of this information. Because if we don't learn together about what's going on and how we can protect ourselves, we're not going to get anywhere. We're going to stay, stay in the same ordeal we're going to make mistakes and we're going to teach our kids to make the same mistakes and we're going to tell them that it's okay to to download something that says it's AVG or or what have you because a website says that that's what the, that's what it is when in all actuality it can scare you by saying your brand new computer that mom just bought you uh, is infected when the computers don't come that way. I don't know about phones. That's why I said I think we need to do our due diligence. We need to be more careful. And yes, I've talked about my stories because I want people to learn from my mistakes too. I know I'm not going to buy those three Chinese phones after I read that article that I that I published and you could find it on the blog, and I posted it in the clubhouse room. There's, there's no need to, uh, to panic. People make phones, and they want them to work a certain way. They want them to go to alternative stores, and they want them to phone home, and they want them to do things that the average consumer doesn't know that the phone's even doing. How could that be the company's fault? The company built it the way they felt they wanted to build it for whatever reason. That's why I think it's a shared responsibility. I know Preston's on mute and I know that if he would like to comment, he can either um, later on during Saturday's program or what have you. Um, I don't see any other raised hands on Clubhouse, so I'm not bringing them on air at the moment. But can you just imagine, you know, what's going on in this industry? And I mean, how do we protect ourselves by learning? By learning what's out there. And learning what we want and what we like and what we're expecting. Well, folks, seeing that um, Preston has muted because he's doing other things... And he could be listening in the background. That's all well and good. I appreciate Preston's participation on the program. And anybody else who has come in to listen and learn 
I'm going to go ahead and end the clubhouse room now, and I'll play some music for the podcasted edition, which will go out either today or tomorrow. And I appreciate everyone's learning of what's out there. And as JJ has said, don't click on shit. If you're not sure where it's going, don't click on it. If you see a search and you see the site, you go to the site and you're like, let's see what this is. That's one thing. But then if you check the URL and you think, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. Or you remember it being one website, but you don't quite remember what the website is, so you do the Google search to bring it up. Like, I remember that it was, that AVG was like Grisoft or something. But I didn't remember how to spell it. And so that's why I pulled up the search and I popped up the first item that said AVG and I didn't I mean I kind of thought it was suspicious after I installed it and it was saying that I had a virus I'm like I've got the wrong program and dad at the time was able to restore the computer and and, uh, he put Microsoft Security Essentials on which I thought was a joke but that's just my opinion and he did that for me so I didn't make the same mistake and it was a mistake dad I just got bit sorry buddy this was many years ago this wasn't just recently but I continue to tell the story as an example of what types of things are out there So, that is uh, where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed the program as much as I have bringing it to you. And uh, it is definitely a pleasure doing the show. Let's Go ahead. And, uh, call it a show for the, um, for the people who get the podcasted edition, we're going to play some music starting. With the 2020 album, I'm Not Going Anywhere, the track we're going to play is Heal, and we'll play a good, we'll play about three or four tracks.
And on Clubhouse, I'm going to end the room now. Check out what we've had linked to. The replay will be available when it's ready. And feel free to check out the other clubs and things that I'm involved in if it interests you. I'll be closing the room in five, four, three, two. Don't click on shit that you don't know what you're looking for. You can click on the links if you feel where you're going is right. But always check that URL. One and zero. Let's play some music now on 98.6 The Mix's Independent Artist Channel. Of 98.6 The Mix.
This is Diamond Note, Free, a 2012 track. Healing Muses Tibetan Bulls and Bells from the 2003 album 
reflections, music to soothe and uplift the spirit. And now, Homeless Balloon, tribute to life from the 2014 album, Oriental Spaces.
Let's tell you what we Homeless Balloon Tribute to Life from the 2014 album Oriental Spaces Tibetan Bowls and Bells by Healing Muses from the 2003 album Reflections Music to Soothe and Uplift the Spirit it's a 54 second track it's under a minute Free by Diamond Note a 2012 track and Heal by Dan Mason from the 2020 album I'm Not Going Anywhere and our final track today is going to be our usual Queen (coughs) and uh, another one bites the dust thanks for listening to today's program everybody the clubhouse room should have a replay up soon and um this podcast will be out real soon too and it looks like the cyberwire has a couple of episodes dealing with this um usually in their headlines they summarize things but maybe i'll pick up something that we haven't learned and of course i'll read the other articles and we'll do some blogging about this and uh get all of this uh up as well as uh the podcast itself thank you so much for listening and make it a great day i <laughs>
Another one busted dust. Ow! Another one busted dust. Hey, hey! Another one busted dust. Hey!